Good evening, I'm Paul Drienzo, and these are the headlines. Egypt says Israel is not cooperating with operations to provide aid to Gaza as the war enters its second week. Cairo says the Rafah border crossing is open but remains inoperable because of Israel's airstrikes. More than 2.3 million Palestinians in the 25-square-mile enclave are without water, electricity, and other vital supplies. At least 14 United Nations aid workers have been killed in the bombing. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency spokesperson is Juliette Tuma. The siege on the Gaza Strip continues. UNRWA has not been able to bring in any supplies since the 7th of October, and our own supplies are running out, and they're running out fast. Our colleagues who continue to be in Gaza, who continue to stay and deliver for people in Gaza, including those impacted by this war, are reporting that they are down themselves to one liter of of water a day in our offices in, in the south where we have relocated our center of operation. Friday, Israel's army warned more than a million people in northern Gaza to head south ahead of a possible invasion, but the authorities gave no specific time. While thousands heeded the warnings, most stayed put even as thousands of bombs fell and whole neighborhoods wiped out. UNRWA's Tuma says aid workers are staying put, but they fear the consequences. What we hear from our staff is more about that they are terrified and they're tired and they want for all of this to come to an end. And the messages that we're getting is get us out of this hell hole. This has become hell. I mean, the SOS has worsened by the day, if you wish. Casualties continue to rise. The most recent count shows 2,800 Palestinians killed, 10,000 wounded. More than 1,400 Israelis were killed, mostly in the first days of the war. More than 4,000 wounded and at least 199 taken hostage. More than 200 Israeli soldiers have died. Meanwhile, the northern border between Israel and Lebanon was tense, but relatively quiet, although 13 have died in sporadic rocket and artillery fire between the Lebanese group Hezbollah and Israel. Two United States aircraft carriers have been stationed near the region, and President Joe Biden has warned Iran not to intervene. But a professor of politics and religion at the University of Stirling in Scotland, Bashir Saad, says Israel is exhausted from the surprise attack and Hamas empowered, and while anything could happen, a wider war is unlikely. Israelis haven't found, haven't fought a ground war in, in 40 years, more even more. When they tried to do this in 2006 in, in, against Hezbollah, they couldn't go into the territory, they couldn't progress more than 200 meters you know, into, into Lebanese territory. So it, it's quite uh, telling. In related news, it was a weekend of protests in the United States and around the world on behalf of people trapped in Gaza. Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free, free Palestine! Free, free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! The protest, boisterous, young, and diverse, a woman from Colombia explained how Israel had backed repressive governments in her country. We went for 70 years in a civil war, provoked by United States, and you know, paramilitaries were trained by mercenaries from Israel. But today in Washington, D.C., it was Jewish Voices for Peace who gathered at the White House. And a young rabbi used the G word to describe events in Gaza. 
Grief is sacred. Grief is slow. We are grieving and mourning and at the same time, we are fighting for life, fighting to prevent, to stop genocide. And in more national news, Judge Tanya Chutkin, who is overseeing the federal classified documents case against Donald Trump, imposed a limited gag order on the former president. She said Mr. Trump's free speech rights do not permit him to launch a pretrial smear campaign against herself, prosecutors, or witnesses. The order pits the First Amendment rights of a presidential candidate against the court's need to protect the integrity of a trial. Those are the headlines. I'm Paul DiRienzo in New York.